Bishop Matthew Adiaminta is an apostle of great faith. God has used him to raise nine people from the dead and perform several miracles, including incredible healings of cancer, HIV AIDS, kidney failures, and many more. He is a healing evangelist, church planter, great teacher, and a mighty prophet who speaks to the nations. He is also an author of many books. In Faith to Faith Hour, he reveals divine secrets and truth. Stay tuned and be blessed. You can be changed in the atmosphere of faith. Miracles take place. Let's pray. Father, we want to thank you and bless your name. We are grateful to you for your grace and for your divine power. Once again, we've gathered here as people and we look up to you, God. In the name of Jesus, may your power and grace lead us. In Jesus' name, amen. We've been talking about the testimonies of God. And in the past four weeks, we talked about uh, false prophet, fake miracles. And we talked about the proper place and why God uh, wants us to testify. And we need to also let you know as we talk about false prophets and their testimonies, we have to also teach you or show you how you can receive a genuine testimony from the Lord. Amen. Amen. Now, uh, let's go to Matthew 7. Matthew 7. Um, I, 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 I want to recap this. Matthew 7. We, from verse 15 Jesus was um, speaking here he said beware of false prophets beware of false so Jesus himself warned us about false prophets. He said, beware. He did not say, close your eyes to false prophets. He did not say, leave them alone. But as far as his disciples are concerned, he said, 
beware who come to you in sheep's clothing but inwardly they are ravenous wolves ravenous wolves are wolves that are very hungry and they are very wicked when they get you they will not spare you and they attack with all their power you will know them by their fruits do men gather grapes from thorn bushes or fig from tussles? Even so, every good tree bears good fruit. But a bad tree bears bad fruit. And a false prophet will bear bad fruit. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit. Nor can a bad tree bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Therefore, by their fruit, you will know them. Now Jesus um, is saying that these false prophets, they bear bad fruit, evil fruit. And so, no wonder they, they will do everything grab your money sleep with women and, and, and falsely do some things to make profit they sell false product they rent people to give false testimony to give impressions Amen. Amen. In verse 21, it says, Not everyone who say to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven. But he who does the will of my Father in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name? Cast out demons in your name. And done many wonders in your name. And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. 
Amen. Amen. And so the false prophets are even deceived that what they are doing, they are doing it for the Lord. Now what ready for no crano? The devil has deceived them to extend blindfolded them. So even when they they stand before Jesus, they say, Oh Lord, in your name we prophesy. All these fake prophecies, we are doing it in your name, you know, to attract people to you. All these fake products we claim it can heal, it can do miracles. This oil that we are selling and making money, oh, to build a place for you. So we do, we we doing it in your name. The stealing, the deception, uh, extortion, taking money from people, and, and we are just doing it for your kingdom. I mean, it's, it's in your name. Amen. Amen. And then Jesus will say, I know you not. Amen. Amen. And because one, they are not born again. They are not born again. And even if they are born again, Along the line, they've lost their faith. Amen. Amen. And in verse 24, Jesus says something. Yes, you can send you He said, Therefore, whosoever hears this saying of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain descended. The floors came. And the wind blew. And beat on the house. And it did not fall. For it was founded on the rock. But Everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does not do them. Here he's referring to the false prophet who have nothing to do with his word. They don't want to use the word of Jesus. They don't want to preach salvation. They don't want to talk about holiness. They want to do things anyhow. Amen. Amen. I will liken them to a foolish man who built his house on the sun. And the rain descended. The floods came. And the wind blew. And beat on that house. And it fell. And great was it for. 
So when you build falsely, in the name of Jesus, it will fall. But if you build according to the word of God, whether your ministry, your lifestyle, if even you are prophet and you do it according to the word of God, nothing will pull it down. God, the word is the rock. And Jesus is the rock. And so there is no way you are going to fall. The Bible says if the foundation is destroyed, what shall the righteous do? And it is the foundation. So your testimony is foundation. A true testimony. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 The first, uh, I mean, salvation through the word of God. That your salvation, being born again through the word of God, entering into the life of the family of the people of God, becoming a Christian, you start with salvation, being born again. Amen. Amen. So when you become born again, that is where your testimony, the real testimony, uh, starts. Are you born again? And it is the, I mean, being born again is the best experience one could have with God. Amen. Amen. In First John chapter 5 verses 10 to 11. And this is the testimony that God has given us eternal life. And this life is in His Son. He who has the Son has life. He who does not have the Son of God does not have life. Amen. Amen. And um, let me let me also read the same Fair John five ten. Is that he who believes in the Son of God has the witness in himself. You become a witness. A witness testifies of what he has seen or what he has touched. 
And so when you become born again, you have a testimony. And the testimony is that I'm born again. It, I mean, that spiritual experience is your number one testimonies. And so if you don't have it, then I'm sorry. And then she said, What fair ready for Fran? I said, What will for Fran? Nay, I dance the dick, I see, oh, I'm brabbing to say, Wouldn't it be? Now, what fair ready? And Jim, Miss Row, the power chopper. He who does not believe God has made him a liar because he has not believed the testimony that God has given of his son. Hallelujah. Amen. God of miracles, signs, and wonders, by stretching out your hand to heal, and that signs and wonders may be done through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. This book contains mind-blowing and incredible testimonies, healings, miracles, signs, and wonders done in the glorious name of Jesus Christ through the ministry of Bishop Adiaminzer. He reveals the step-to-step approach about how to grow in the word of God, the levels of anointing of the Holy Spirit, and the power of faith to have miracles, signs, and wonders in your life and ministry through the simplicity of preaching the gospel. God of miracles, signs, and wonders is a must-read. Grab your copy now. Audacity of Faith is another faith blockbuster book from the Apostle of Faith, Bishop Matthew Adiaminzer Stable. And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence and the violence take it by force. Matthew 11:12. Bishop Adiaminzer reviews faith is a supernatural force higher than the natural force. Faith breaks protocol with church. Faith suspends natural law with immunity and provides exemptions. The book is full of super sensational testimonies of miracles, signs and wonders done through impunity, indemnity and immunity, audacity of faith. Grab your copy now. And so, this is the best testimony. It is the greatest testimony. Amen. Amen. Being born again is an uncomparable miracle. It's a miracle itself. And 
cry chanso that i mean it is something unexplainable i still remember when i became born again and I, I couldn't explain it I was staying with my grandmom and he looked at me. He said, Yao, something has happened to you. You're, you're... For almost two weeks, I was all, all the time. It happened during vacation. So I was always indoor and sometimes praying, reading my Bible. My friends would come and, and this, oh, let's go out. I said, no, I don't want to go out. Said, ah, what is happening? Ah, something is happening to you. And it is a nice experience which you cannot explain. In John chapter 3, Jesus had a conversation with Nicodemus, a rabbi, a, a teacher, a lecturer in Israel. Jesus answered, I'm reading from verse 5. Jesus answered, Most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born of water and the spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. Nicodemus, you know when Jesus told him that one needs to be born again before he can inherit the kingdom of God. Nicodemus, I mean, as a, a lecturer, a senior lecturer, a rabbi, somebody respected among the council of Israel, he said, how possible? Can it? Is it possible to enter your mother's womb and to be born again? Nicodemus, Yes, you can share and say, Jesse, I will for France and I bet you me and your Shrahin in Edino. No, on ten of us is ah, and then a mess out question. I am a man, one woman for fruit bill. Anna, do not marvel, verse seven, do not marvel that I said to you, you must be born again. The wind blows where it wishes, and you hear the sound of it, but cannot tell where it comes from. And where it goes, so is everyone who is born of the Spirit. Amen. Amen. You can't explain it. It's as the wind. You see the wind. When the wind is blowing, you feel it. The wind is blowing. But you cannot see it. 
Ah, what is that from Abo? Who may be a fiba? Who from Anonso? What is that from Abo? Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Verse 9 Nicodemus answered and said to him, How can this thing be? Chemaphon said, Nicodemus, Jesus answered and said to him, Are you the teacher of Israel and do not know these things? Most assuredly, I say to you, we speak what we know and testify what we have seen and you do not receive our witness. So being born again is real. But you cannot explain. And it's a testimony that every believer that is born again must testify. You cannot see it, but you feel it. Hallelujah. Amen. And that is the testimony that you've changed. The place you used to go, you don't go anymore. The bad habit, smoking, drinking, chasing women, Oh, getting into sexual immoralities, you stop. And people see you, and that should be the testimony of every believer. I, I used to have friends. They will come. What is happening? Why are you indoors? Sometimes they will come. I've gone to church. But you, you are you joining this clap your hand church people? Hey, those people, they are crazy. Don't join them. Amen. Amen. And I had the testimony. And, yeah. and you know, I will sleep peacefully. I started praying and I, when I pray, I feel good. Before, I could not just pray even five minutes or three minutes and then I'm struggling. But now, I had, I had a, a free flow in the spirit. I also longed for the word of God. And when you become born again, that's one thing. You, lo- you, you are thirsty for the word. You are hungry for the word of God. It's a testimony. Hallelujah. Amen. That should be your testimony. A true believer is a sign. If somebody he's always reading the Bible, you find him even in his office, everywhere. He finds a way or she finds a way to 
read the word of God. The testimony of praying and fasting. I remember I visited my mom at Takradi and, and I was fasting all the time. And sometimes he will pack my food. I said, are you not eating? I said, oh, no. And sometimes in the evening, I'll eat something little. Said, no, no. I mean, what is happening to you? Are you sick? I said, no. I, I, I had the desire to pray. I had the desire to seek the face of God. It's a sign that you are born again. It's a sign of a true Christian. It's a testimony if you don't have it then you've blown it. You've blown it. Number two, covenant relationship with God. You know, covenant relationship commands great testimonies from God. Covenant relationship. You see, when you become a believer, even in the church, you can even meet some people there in the church, but they are smoking, they are chasing girls, they are doing all kinds of things. They do everything. The only difference is they come to church. But a covenant believer takes his relationship higher. Amen. Amen. You don't sit in the seat of sinners. According to someone, you know, you will not sit at the seat of sinners. Or stand in the place of mockers. There are people who are believers but they are mockers. You, your Christianity is something. Just lose it a bit. I mean, cool it down a bit. You take things too serious. I mean, just relax, relax. I remember in those days we have some believers that say, Look, we are you too. This is our time. 
if we don't do certain things, we, we're going to lose it. So we have to do something and then later on we will become a, a good Christian. That is the philosophy of some believers. And I, I knew some Christians, they'll go to this school because they said, We are youth, we don't want to miss that. We need to enjoy life. But a Christian who has a covenant relationship will not get into that. He's so serious with God. Leviticus 26, 9-12 for I will look on you favorably and make you fruitful multiply you and confirm my covenant with you you know covenant believers are always fruitful they they, they, they are special they have the favor of God yes they are in the church with other people, but you see something different about them. It's a testimony, and that testimony must be yours. He said, You shall eat the old harvest. And clear out the old because of the new. I will set my tabernacle among you, and my soul shall not abhor you. I will walk among you and be your God, and you shall be my people. You know, a covenant relationship with God will always bring the secret of God to you. You are all in the same church. But because of your covenant relationship, God begins to reveal his secret to you because the bible says the secret of god belongs to those who are close to him so you find out in the same church you are in the same choir. You are um, instrumentalists. You do everything. A member of a church. But you see something unique because you've taken your relationship to be what? A covenanted one. 
Supernatural faith to raise the dead. And Jesus said, As you go, preach, saying, The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out demons. In this book, Bishop Adaminsa, whom God has used to raise nine people from the dead, shares his experiences and that of other men of God, like Archbishop Benson Idahosa. Bishop Adaminsa challenges young ministers how they can receive faith and the anointing to raise the dead and the dying. Supernatural faith to raise the dead is a mastery. Grab a copy now. Audacity of Faith is another faith blockbuster book from the Apostle of Faith, Bishop Matthew Adaminsa's stable. And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence, and the violence take it by force. Matthew 11:12. Bishop Adaminsa reviews faith is a supernatural force higher than the natural force. Faith breaks protocol with check. Faith suspends natural law with immunity and provides exemptions. The book is full of super sensational testimonies of miracles, signs and wonders done through impunity, indemnity and immunity, audacity of faith. Grab your copy now. Hallelujah. Amen. And that is what it meant. And you will receive testimony, revelations from God. You see God directing your path. You see God ordering your steps. And, and so many things. But you are the same people. You are with the same people in the church. But the way God uh, handles your matter or your case is different. Because of what? A covenant relationship. Covenant relationship will make God to deal with you in a peculiar. The word peculiar means strange. It means Word, you don't think that happened. The miracles you see, it's, it's strange. It's weird. The way God will come to your life and, and do things, how God works among you, is so strange. You see, the whole world, God loves uh, every nation. 
But he loves Israel specially. Because of what? A covenant with Abraham. Abraham Amen. Amen. So the thing that Israel does is, is strange. The things that the nation Israel can do when they go to what they are few, but how they are able to defeat their enemies. And you, you ask yourself, how? It's because they have what? A covenant relationship. So, if you are a Christian, not just a Christian, covenant with God, and you will see testimonies. We are Christian, you are a Christian, you are a covenant with God and say, God, I will sweep your house all the time. It's yeah. a covenant. I, I, I used to have a friend. We were all in the same church. He covenanted with God. Sometimes when we go in for crusade, you'll be carrying the instrument, the drums. I mean, he's all the time there, and the way he will play it. And today, he's in Holland. And, and the testimonies that uh, he'd been shared is so wonderful. God just lifted him up, you know, and that is what God yes. can do if you walk with him in covenant. Hallelujah. Amen. Covenant people don't joke with the things of God. Now let's go to someone and let's see how covenant people, people who have covenant with God, the way they go about things. In verse 1, it says, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly. You know, they are counseling it from the word of God. If the thing is against the word, they will not take it. Amen. Amen. Nor stands in the path of sinners. They are always, I'm not saying that if you have unbelieving um, friends, you don't have to. But you know, you talk about things, you talk about girls, you talk about boys, you talk about sex, you gather and all that profane, you know, and that, that kind of thing. Oh, Chale, let's go here and then, oh, some, uh, let's, let's go and get some, some uh, cocaine. Oh, I, it will make you high. Let's go and uh, have some weed. You know, I mean, Chale, the tennis night. If you are covenanted, Believer, you don't do that because your life you always want to please God. 
nor sit in the seat of the scornful. Scornful people can be inside the church or outside the church. Sometimes when it comes to giving, a scornful person can approach you, actually. Are you stupid? The way you give in the church. Are you? I mean, be careful. Such a person, he's trying to... Um, Look down upon you. I remember I was a student. And when I became born again, anytime that's fun raising, I mean, I will just come out. And one, a deacon in the church, called me and said ah, you, you are not working you are a student if the rich people are giving you, why do you want to associate yourself with them I said yes I want to become one of them people can be in the church but they are scornful they can advise you the church the way you carry everything on your head. Ah, why? I mean, we don't. That's not where we serve God. They are scornful. Hallelujah. Amen. And may God give you the grace to discern those who are scornful. He shall, but his delight is in the Lord of the, the Lord. And in his law, he meditates day and night. When I became born again, I used to carry a, a small pocket of a Bible everywhere. And sometimes when I move to a certain office, while I'm waiting, I just open the scriptures and start reading them with the least opportunity. You know, I, I, I was all the time. And it because I wanted to take my relationship with God to another notch. And I'm saying, Hallelujah. Amen. Verse 3. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bring forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither. And whatsoever he does shall prosper. And that's the testimony that whatever he does shall prosper. Hallelujah. Amen. May you take the word of God seriously. 
If you want to have a testimony, you want to reap testimonies. Always make sure you walk with God in the covenanted way. If I'm my wife, I learn something from my wife, even giving offering. He will want to give the clean note to God. He'll, so when he see you with a clean note, he will start changing that. And he said, no, because when I'm giving something to God, I want to give the best. Hallelujah. Amen. Number three. If you want to have testimony, learn how to pray and fast. Prayer and fasting. The Lord can work through fasting and prayers to give his children mighty testimonies. But if, if you are a lazy Christian and always you go, uh, you go to council these days, they will tell you it's a country. It's instead of your pastor teaching you how to pray, how to fast, how to go before God, he always wants to be God to you and give you directions. You, you, you are, and that's why they can easily deceive you. And that's why they can easily cheat you. And Amen. Amen. As a believer, you should learn how to pray. The disciples of Jesus, at a point, they saw they needed miracles. They saw they needed testimonies. And said, Lord, teach us how to pray. A good pastor will teach, will always teach his members how to pray. Even Jesus taught his disciples how they should pray. A false prophet will tell you, look, this is your case. I am going to enter into the spiritual realm for you. And when I get to the realm, those dealing with I will do what power has she? You must learn how to, if you want testimony, you learn how to pray. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's read, um, let's read Ezra, the book of Ezra. Chapter 
Then I proclaim a fast there at the river of Ahab that we might humble ourselves before our God. To seek from him the right way for us and our little ones and all our possessions. You want to receive testimony about the right way. Which direction you should go, you must all the time seek the face of God. And that is done by fasting and prayer. If you go to, I mean, I remember years ago, a woman came to see me and she said she went to see one prophet. And then the prophet said, oh, this is okay. I, I want you to fast 30 days. No, so different question. So what's the meaning? Then he said, I haven't even done uh, three days. How can I? Now arise, And then the, the prophet said, Yeah, okay, then I will do it for you. Then he said, After the 30 days, after fasting 30 days, he should produce a hair strand from the beard of a prophet. 30. Then he said, a prophet? Where? He said, uh, anyway, uh, you see, my also, if you just, in those days, so, if you pull one, it's just hundred Ghana. When you pull one. No, so okay, ah, me me di sa ultimate chimba kwa unya bako transit your ha. Sa amreni mo. Hey. Amen. Amen. You know, here Ezra was teaching the people. He said, "Let's fast and let God give us direction." Tia hana Ezra, etreche na maufuse. Mama yeni mo adano nyakupong. Let's go to God and let him direct us. Give us direction for our lives. So it's through fasting and prayer God can speak to you. God can speak to you. It's not all the time God has to speak to you through your pastor. In fact, things concerning you, I mean personal decisions, major decisions, you have to go before God in fasting. For God to speak to you. And that is what gives you testimony. Hallelujah. Amen. And if you don't know how to seek the face of God, then I'm sorry. So you said you seek the right way for yourself and for your little ones and your possessions. 
no, even it's... your business you must seek the face of God for I was ashamed to request of the king an escort of soldiers and horsemen to help us against the enemy on the road because we have spoken to the king saying the hand of our God is upon all those for good who seek him but his power and his wrath are against all those who forsake him Sorry. So we fasted and entreated our God for this. And he answered our prayer. You know, when you believe God, there are things you want to go before him. Ezra had told the king how powerful God is and God is able to protect him. And some people were threatening him. Then Ezra, and Ezra said, We will fast and seek the face of God. So that those who are threatening us, God will give us his power over them. So they fasted. Because Ezra said, it will be shame for me to go to the king and say, give me soldiers and horsemen to protect us. Already we've talked about how God can keep us. How he brought our fathers through the Red Sea. And it is the same God. And God answered them they fasted and prayed. You need to have faith that when you pray, God will answer you. You need to develop confidence in your own prayers, your ability to go before God. Hallelujah. Amen. But God can also listen to you. God can answer your prayer. It's not a prayer that all the time goes through a pastor that you yourself can be in your room and declare fasting and prayer concerning something and God will answer you that will surely boost your relationship with God that is the kind of testimonies that will really uh, empower you 
To believe God for more. Hallelujah. Amen. And stop seeing pastors as thing God. You need to respect them. Yes. You. There are some things you can seek their counseling. But don't surrender your total faith to them. supernatural faith to raise the dead and jesus said as you go preach saying the kingdom of heaven is at hand heal the sick cleanse the lepers raise the dead cast out demons in this book bishop adamansa whom god has used to raise nine people from the dead shares his experiences and that of other men of god like archbishop benson idahosa Bishop Adiminsah challenges young ministers how they can receive faith and the anointing to raise the dead and the dying. Supernatural faith to raise the dead is the mastery. Grab a copy now. Audacity of Faith is another faith blockbuster book from the Apostle of Faith, Bishop Matthew Adiminsah Stable. And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence, and the violence take it by force. Matthew 11:12. Bishop Adiminsa reviews faith is a supernatural force higher than the natural force. Faith breaks protocol with check. Faith suspends natural law with immunity and provides exemptions. The book is full of super sensational testimonies of miracles, signs and wonders done through impunity, indemnity and immunity, audacity of faith. Grab your copy now. God of Miracles, Signs and Wonders By stretching out your hand to heal, and that signs and wonders may be done through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. This book contains mind-blowing and incredible testimonies, healings, miracles, signs and wonders done in the glorious name of Jesus Christ through the ministry of Bishop Adiaminsa. He reveals the step-to-step approach about how to grow in the word of God. The levels of anointing of the Holy Spirit and the power of faith to have miracles, signs and wonders in your life and ministry through the simplicity of preaching the gospel. God of miracles, signs and wonders is a must read. Grab your copy now.
Hallelujah. Amen. And that is one of the reasons why the false prophet will capitalize on and destroy you. Hallelujah. Amen. Number four, the word of faith. We all know that the Bible says, but without faith, it is impossible to please God. Hebrew chapter 11, verse 6. He that has come to God must believe that he is, and he is the rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Your faith must be in God, not in your pastor. Hallelujah. Amen. It's good to have confidence in your pastor. By your faith. Your faith must be in Christ. Because he is the altar and finisher of your faith. That means the beginning and the end of your faith. Hallelujah. Amen. And you need to develop your faith. Because faith commands miracles, signs, and wonders. And if you want to experience signs and wonders, miracles in your life, develop your faith and grow your faith through the word of God hallelujah Amen. in Acts chapter 6 verse 8 and Stephen full of faith and power did great wonders and signs among the people. Faith will enable you to do great and mighty things. And God expects you to grow your faith in the word of God. Faith comes through the word. The more you hear the word, the more amplified your faith will be. It's not the more you look at the face of your pastor or the prophet. Hallelujah. Amen. It is the more you receive the word of God. And the more your faith will grow. You cannot obtain faith by buying oil. It doesn't work that way. You cannot obtain faith by buying products. Buying oranges. Hallelujah. Amen. I know that prayer on oil can bring healing, can bring signs and wonders. But it must be done by the power of the Holy Spirit and it is free. 
Not for sale. Not for sale. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 In the book of Acts, chapter 14, verses 8 to 10. And in Lustra, a certain man without strength in his feet was sitting, a cripple from his mother's womb, who had never walked. This man heard Paul speaking. Paul observing him intently and seeing that he had faith to be healed, said to, said with a loud voice, stand up straight on your feet. And he leaped and walked. Now when the people saw what Paul had done, they raised their voices, saying in the Lycaonia language, the gods have come down to us in the likeness of men. Oyo bubu afu fini na yam na onanti weda Paulo rekasa na otien na Paulo nso shenu din hun so owo jidi se obedimu obedimu enti wa de ne kese kan se sorry na wonanso cheben na ohuhuwi na onanti we na nkrofo akuaku no hun ni Paulo aye no wo ma wonne so kan woli kan ni akasem se anyame aye won hu se Amen. Amen. Paul was preaching on Lystra. And the crippled man was sitting down listening to the word of God that Paul was preaching. It's not the anointing of the Paul that healed that man. But the Bible said, Paul saw that, you know, after the man heard the word, now he was looking attentively to Paul, and Paul perceived that the man had faith. He had developed faith to be healed. So he spoke to him, get on your feet. And the man got up, and then he was leaping and praising God, and the people in Kenya language said, hey, the gods has descended. Amen. Amen. Sorry, now they, they, they started calling uh, Barnabas Azus. He's a gods, uh, the, the Zeus gods. And Paul as Hermes. And our friend Paul also said Hermes. And the people brought sacrifice that, that these are gods. Paul and Barnabas, they, they are not human, they are gods. They brought sacrifice. To them. And Paul said, This is the very thing we are teaching you people to stop. This is the very thing we are asking you to turn away from. 
You see, with human beings, when they see miracles, sometimes, I mean, I remember in one crusade when I got back, people wanted to carry me. I said, hey, I'm not God, please. Don't do it. In one of the crusades we had about um uh, about thirteen deaf and dumb and the blind, about twenty-one people. And I, I was I was talking to a cousin of mine from the same place, and everybody knew. They went to her and said, Hey, is it is he your cousin? Are you sure he's a human being? It's oh, he's my cousin. We grew up. We're all all together. You know, people can have that kind of thing, but you should resist. A true man of God will always want to give glory to God, not to men. Mekai wa kuse di biasi sa elifrai phone ya mumu eni asuti fubed miensa obnya wanga yarasa ni adi anef. Hey, unkofu kanwa semlobi kanche me cousin wa rekas ah. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Paul preached and it was the healing of that crippled man that brought the miraculous healing. Now Paulo can Number five, you can also get testimony through worship and high praises. Amen. Amen. True worship. I'm sorry, you made him so. You learn to worship God. You know, and, and when you go before God in worship, God will come down. If you go before God in high praises, the Bible says, God dwells in his praises. You know, and so this are, and, and when it comes down, things will happen. Amen. Amen. Let's read Second Chronicle 20 verse 20 to 24. 2 Chronicle so they rose early in the morning and went out into the wilderness of Tekoa. And as they went out, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, O Judah, and you inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God, and you shall be established. Believe his prophets, and you shall prosper. And, they, and when they had consulted, with the people, he appointed those who should sing to the Lord and who should praise the beauty of holiness as they went out before the army and were singing, Praise the Lord, 
for his mercies endures forever. Amen. In verse 22, Now when they began to sing and to praise the Lord, uh, to praise, the Lord set ambushes against the people of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir, who had come against Judah, and they were defeated. That's the testimony. You know, three nations had come together against Jehoshaphat, Judah. And by army, the number of the army, they had numbered them. But, and they threatened Judah. Jehoshaphat went into prayer. He gathered the people in fasting and prayer. And God spoke through a prophet and said, This battle, don't uh, let the choir take the lead. Let them sing. And as they started singing, Confusion broke out among the three nations. And they started killing themselves. And at the end, all of them died. That was a powerful testimony through songs. You can get powerful testimony against your enemies just and uh, get into your bedroom and begin to sing and dance. God will surely defeat your enemies for you. Number six, the blood of the Lamb. You can get testimony from the blood of the Lamb. In Revelation chapter 12, verse 11, and they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. And they did not love their lives to death. Amen. Amen. The power of the blood. You can get a lot of testimony if you know the revelation about the blood of Jesus. 
I have a lot of testimonies through the blood of Jesus, by the application of the blood. I've seen people testify of healing. You know, I've been teaching it and people apply it. You know, uh, deliverance, healings, and breakthroughs coming through the blood. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 You know, I want to remind you that this teachings is just the introductory. Um, we'll pick it one by one and go into detail. And then, number seven, you can also receive testimony a true encounter with a true prophet of God. Yes, God can also let you receive and this is what um, fake prophets have been capitalizing on. Amen. Amen. You easily hear them quoting, Oh, believe in God and believe in his prophets. And you shall prosper. Amen. Amen. And so true prophets, God can use them to be a blessing to you and you can uh, receive testimonies. A true prophet will not demand money from you before or before he, he will give you a country or before he will begin to uh, uh, pray for you. It is the fake ones. They will always charge you. And the anointing is not of God. All the anointing of God is given freely and people should be blessed freely. If any prophet charges you before praying for you or take money from you before, then you should know that He's a false prophet. Amen. Amen. However, after maybe you receive your miracle and you out of your own want to bless the prophet or want to give an offering, that is allowed. Amen. Amen. Don't let any prophet deceive you that your case, um, if you can get such and so amount for me to enter into the spiritual realms. It's a false prophet. Any prophet that will charge you before praying 
He's a false prophet. That's one of the signs. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 And they always want to put fear into you. So that you will lose your confidence in the word of God. All the time they entered the realms and they saw that days and they saw seven demons chasing you and and then, then, then you fell and then it's all lies. Amen. Let's read um, 2 Kings chapter 5. 9 to 14. Then Naaman went with his horses and chariots, and he stood at the door of Elisha's house. And Elisha sent a messenger to him saying, Go and wash in the Jordan seven times, and your flesh shall be restored to you, and you shall be clean. But Naaman became furious and went away and said, Indeed, I said to myself, He will surely come out to me and stand and call on the name of the Lord of his God and wave his hand over the place and heal the leprosy. And not the abena and the papa or farpa. He was talking of rivers, rivers of Damascus, better than all the waters of Israel. Could I not wash in them and be clean? So he turned and went away in wrath. Listen to me. See me. Naaman. Naaman was the army commander or we can call commander in chief of the Syrian army. And he had leprosy. And a, a little maid from Israel told the mistress, if if my master were to be in Israel, there's a man of God there. He could heal him. By the testimony of that maid, you see testimony. Naaman came all the way with entourage. Horses, charros. Came to the king of Israel. And said, I've come, heal me. Hey. Hey. So there's a man of God here. Said. Then he Elisha said, Oh, let him come. So Naaman with his entourage went to the gate of Elisha. Waiting for Elisha to come and meet him. He went with all his his uh, commanders. 
And he thought Elisha will come out. Elisha sent a messenger. Go and tell you. You should go and dip in Jordan seven times. And you'll be clean. Amen. Amen. Then Naaman became angry. Because he had his own plans how he should be healed. He said, I thought the man of God will come and welcome me. And then he will pray and wave his hands on my leprosy and command it. Then I will be healed. Now he's asking me to go and dip in Jordan. We have a better Abena and and Farpam in in East. I mean, they are big rivers. So he wanted to go away, but he was cancelled by his servant. He went back and dipped into Jordan seven times and came out and he was totally healed. Most often, false prophets use such directions as, oh, Elisha sends so they also come. You see, when it's not backed by the power of God, it will not work. Amen. Amen. When Naaman came out, he wanted to bless Elisha. You wanted to bless Elijah. I mean, with clothing, money. Elijah said, No. Elisha said, It's freely given, freely have I given to you. It, it was some of the prophets today. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. In fact, Elisha's servant, even he, he was so sad. Ah, my master. Elisha yes, now. Ah, this is a big man. Who, we now, have to get something from from him. Now, both of our cries. Ah, Elisha, Papa, Papa, you need me to fix it. They say you're just breathing in chain. And chased the man and went and lied. You know, sometimes people following prophets can be liars. And then scammed Naaman. Now, Naaman. And collected some money. No, And clothings. Elisha saw it. Elisha And said, Naaman's leprosy will come on you. No, Naaman Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I remember somebody uh, came to me. I prayed for that person, and the person God did some great thing for. An early morning in those days, uh, is it in Zuzuka? I mean, yeah, the four wheel. It was not common. 
Early morning, he brought one brand new, which Nigerians would say, tear rubber, nah. into my house. I looked at it. I said, I'm sorry. I can't take this car. Nah, he said, oh, man. What, what, I mean, I just want to bless you with that. I said, no. I mean, I'm not taking this car. Whatever I did, it's, it's by God. I can't take this as a gift. And the person took the car back. I remember. Amen. Amen. I, I was with my wife. And that time we didn't have a car. We didn't have a car. Brian knew. And I remember some person heard it. Actually, why didn't you command the man that he should bring it to me? Hallelujah. Me kai pa se mi bon pa mo ni pa ne bo mu man sa di chi ano pa mi wo ho mi eso all kura kabi zuzu sa mi four by four ne te so pa full fortune rubber shahon wanti wo ho she odi besi fi e mi pon ano na mi she o kan asem na mi mi se hey there be e di mesra for one di san kwenya di ameti mi aji ni hu drew na no two e de kwai ma fe fubi ete was ah. Amen. Amen. If the man was offended, he was up to now. Anytime he meets me, ah, you, I wanted to bless you. I said, well, I mean, you see, somehow you need to check your spirit. Not that I, I, I don't need blessings. Yes, but uh, there are some things you should be led by the Spirit of God to do them. Amen. Amen. Now the last um, thing you can do also to you know get testimony that I want to talk about it today. But from next week we are going to pick them one by one and uh, and we will go into the details. It's Offering and tithe. In the book of Luke, chapter 6. Luke 6, verse 38. Give, and it will be given to you. So when you give, and then something is given back to you. It is what a testimony. So say, "Mama, no, I don't mind. Mama, anything say, we buy for it. Now say, we need to be every month by one chenga. Every one dance CD. Hallelujah! You give. Obama. At beginning of this year, I said, let us give an unprecedented offering. And I personally gave. I will not teach you something that I will not do it. Because I also need blessings. I also need miracles. In my life. So I gave unprecedented. Amen. 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 But I tell you, what God has done blows my mind. Hallelujah. Amen. So give. 
and it shall be given and not only just what you gave good measure good measure press down shaking together running over will be put onto your bosom. For with the same measure that you use, it will be measured back to you. This is a scripture that does not need any intro. Doctrine, it does not need explanation. It does not need any theological explanation. It's self-explanatory. So the most important thing is that your pastor needs to teach you to understand giving. The reason why people don't understand giving is that they they, they, are, they don't have the word base. You see, anything without the word base becomes human base. Amen. Amen. I remember um, there was, I think, uh, somewhere last year during Greater Works by Dr. Mensah Table. I was there uh, when the man of God called for certain amount. And I was among the first people to respond. Dr. Mensah Table, Greater Works, Jumedia, say, now we're afraid of foreigners. Amen. Amen. And I gave something. It was in foreign currency. After the program, you know, I think a day after, now the chain, a certain uh, person called me. And will be framing. He said, Oh. Bishop, Bishop, I have something for you. I have reserved it for you. And just pass by. So I, I just, he said, just pass by my office and pick it. So I just pass by. When I picked, it was a small envelope. He slipped it into my hands. I thanked the person and just walked away. I did not even open it. In the evening, then I was prompted to open the envelope. When I opened it, I was shocked. Hey, hey, oh, so this, hey, I could not believe it. 
basically you must understand the word of God give and it shall be given unto you. I received more than 100% what I gave. And I was so excited. Hallelujah. Amen. But if you don't understand it, if you don't have the word base, you will criticize, you will complain, you will you do all sort of things. Hallelujah. Amen. You must really understand giving. When it comes to your tithe, when it comes to all other offerings, whether free will, vows, pledges, they can command testimonies. May God give you understanding. And open your heart. Open your spirit. That these teachings will, will open your eyes and your mind. Hallelujah. Amen. Maybe if you are hearing the sound of my voice, you've gone to certain church and the people have abused you. There are good churches. And make sure you go to a church that the word of God is supreme. They teach the word of God. They direct you according to the word. Not just flimsy like magics and, and this and that. You go to church. The pastor will not teach you the word. And the, thing, the first thing is how can you grow? How can you? He must teach you how to read the Bible. He must teach you how to pray. He must teach you how you can fast. You can go before God. When you are in trouble, you can run to God in fasting and prayer. And then, and then you receive answers. This is how you can receive testimony. Genuine testimonies. Where nobody will cheat you. Where nobody will deceive you. Where nobody uh, can, can uh, scam you. Now I cop manga safubima sorry bim na na dan in sisini yama boni bi atu wahwa men s man wun yao I was safwa hube bre wahwa e ya wokwa ben yante topa en nyamia semun cha chra a ebe bwao amaunswenya a dan sidi. Let's pray. Timumaya mumpai. From next week we're gonna start with the details. Father, we pray for your people who will cover them with the presence of the Holy Spirit. May your word find a place in their heart. Open their eyes according to your word. And bless them as never before. Eternal Father, we give you the glory and the honor. We say, hallowed be thy name, Lord. We thank you that our life will become a life of testimonies. Wherever we are, even in our kitchen, in our offices, 
in our businesses, in our dealing with others, that we will see the hand of God. We will see the miracle works of God in our lives. And that we can testify of truth. The Lord God is with us. Amen. Bless us as never before. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for watching Faith to Faith R. You're welcome to worship with us. Gospel Light International Church. Next to Orion Cinema. In Kruma Circle. Or visit any of our branches near you. Please call us for deliverance, prayer and counseling. And you may order a copy of this DVD or books by the Bishop. Call 0261-984-098 or any other numbers on the screen. If the Lord has touched you to financially partner us for this broadcast or scholarship for needy students as well as for rural missions, send your donations to Ecobank account, Gospel Light International Church, account number 0300-944-023-99401, Ring Road Central Branch. We hope to see you. God bless you.